Welcome to the Illinois SBDC for the Metro East at SIUE's Business Resource Podcast. The SBDC Podcast is here to provide valuable tips and resources to help your small business grow successfully. We will have conversations and bring in experts from various fields to share their insights. At the SBDC, your business success is our business. Get ready to network and be inspired. Here we go. Thank you, Leadership Council of Southwestern Illinois for sponsoring our first podcast today and supporting the SBDC. Welcome to today's podcast. Today, our guest is Dr. Rhonda Soje, Executive Director of Leadership Council Southwestern Illinois, and we are excited to share this information with you all today. We are happy to have you today and so appreciative of the partnership over the years. We would love to start the conversation today to let people know a little about Leadership Council and how the Council and the SBDC have worked together in the past and moving forward, how we are going to continue that relationship. Oh, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for having me today. Well, we're excited to partner with SIUE and the SBDC on this you know, unique opportunity to get information out to the community. So a long history with Southern Illinois University at Edwardsville. I'm a graduate and an alumni member of the undergraduate and master's program. The Leadership Council was created back in 1983 in a partnership with community leaders and Southern Illinois University's chancellor at the time. And so we've had a long history together. And the amazing thing that the SBDC does is the Metro East Startup Challenge. And we've been honored to be a member of that very unique program since the beginning. And we've seen it grow and flourish to bring some amazing entrepreneurs through the pipeline and you know help them to grow their companies. And so we're delighted to have the opportunity to continue to partner with with the SBDC at SIUE on this and so many other things to come. Well, thank you very much. We have enjoyed having Leadership Council as part of the competition and a very huge platform for our winners and even the semifinalists to um, you know, get out in the community and meet new um, business and community leaders. Um, so we really appreciate that opportunity. Um, and I look forward to a great 2021 eighth year um, competition. It's, it's definitely um, going to look similar to last year with the pandemic, um, but uh, we were able to pivot, you know, just like uh, everyone else. So um, thank you very much um, for all that you have done for that. Um, now we can certainly move into our next area of economic development. So I know um, Leadership Council has been huge um, in the economic development refresh um, initiative here in Southwest Illinois. And I, I just love um, everything that, that is going on and being a small part of that. So we have over 10 committees working on the economic healthy business ecostructure for Southwestern Illinois. And one of those really important committees is the economic development group. And so after having such an amazing post-pandemic 
um, activities with Site Selection Magazine and the Japanese coming to the region. We were just excited to continue to build our team. So we have two industry experts that are our chair and vice chair of that committee. One is Steve Zuber. He's a principal at Barber Murphy, and he's also a strong member of SOAR in terms of industrial revenue um, and industrial development. And so what's so important about that is there isn't a property in Southwestern Illinois or Southern Illinois for that matter, from that industrial perspective that Steve doesn't know in and out and knows all the community leaders too. So he's a huge major asset to our team. Secondly, we have Eric Whitfield, who's one of the economic development leaders for the newly created Ameren, Illinois economic development team. And that's a 16 member group that has been recently developed to really drive economic development through community support of business retention and expansion activities and also business um, uh, attraction as well. So we are really excited to have that team working and chairs of our committee to just really drive the amazing things in economic development that's happening here in Southwestern Illinois. We have two major um, nationally significant economic development um, assets that I'd just like to mention. One is Gateway Commerce Center with over 10,000 employees and continues to grow that area surrounding it. And also America's Central Port that continues to grow too. And so as you look at just Southwestern Illinois, we have over $19 billion in industrial revenue assets here. And that continues to grow as a strong development, not only for Southwestern Illinois, but for the region as a whole. As part of what we're doing, um, we're doing a lot of um, best practices, uh, types of training and other sessions with over 60 participants from all of our different communities in a nine county area in Southwestern Illinois. To, to provide the best information, best support, and all of the things that those communities need to be competitive players in not only business retention and expansion, but in attraction as well. As part of that initiative, we have a new quick start program that we'll be working with SIUE's SBDC on. And what that is, is that from the great people that's coming from the Metro East Startup Challenge, we look forward to continue to work with them and mentorship and other activities to help them to grow their businesses. And, you know, after seeing years of progression and just amazing companies come through that competition, we're just delighted and honored to work with you. Yes, it is very exciting. I know um, it takes a village. You know, just like they say, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to run a business. And, you know, we have mentors through the competition, but I think it would be wonderful to have others that are willing to share their expertise and support um, to help these businesses get off the ground and really grow and flourish. And, you know, they, they need to feel that they're not alone and that they're part of the community and, and they have people to lean on. We look forward to working with them. You know, with Scott Air Force Base and the military aspects that we have in our region, um, I know that's something that Leadership Council really focuses on. Um, so um, can you talk a little bit about those efforts and some things that have been going on in, in, in that arena? Oh, my goodness. Well, Scott Air Force Base is a major focus for the Leadership Council for the past 38 years. It's a $3 billion economic impact to our region. 
Uh, Scott Air Force Base has four wings and 36 mission partners, and we're so delighted to let you know that there's over $300 million in new construction planned over the next five-year span, and that includes a $100 million joint operations mission planning center, $41 million communications facility, so you're going to see a lot of construction at Scott Air Force Base, so thrilled about that. As many people know, there's a new exit off Reader Road for $50.5 million that not only provides Scott Air Force Base with direct access to I-64, but also opens up that entire area for development. And so lots of amazing things are happening at Scott Air Force Base. And the one that I'd like to point out, we just talked about construction coming to the base. Well, one of the big programs that we've been working with the military and the Department of Labor on is the Illinois GovCon 2020. And so many minority women and veteran-owned businesses would love to have the opportunity to participate in municipal and state um, contracting. And so working with the Illinois PTAC has been a, just an amazing process. And they're, they're um, headquartered at Western Illinois University. And what they do is they um, put together the Illinois PTAC and it is just completed. It was an eight-week cohort for 21 pre-qualified firms that now are very, very certified uh, with all of their certifications and ready to go in the federal contracting space. So we couldn't be, not be prouder. We hope to do even more in the future. So that's kind of a big thing. But with Scott Air Force Base, we are one of the largest areas um, for retirement um, people who come out of the military that are transitioning to retire, stay here, work here. And so we work very, very hard with SIUE and many other universities to provide them with great education in cybersecurity, transportation, logistics, so they can go right into the workforce. And as part of that, we've been working with the Illinois Department of Finance and Professional Regulation. In 2019, teacher reciprocity was passed. And then in 2020, there was expedited licensure passed for 110 other licenses. So active duty, military, guard, United States Coast Guard and spouses can come to Illinois and go right to work. And so anything we can do to smooth that process and, and provide great work opportunities. And so what we see in many of our communities is a huge retirement community of military people who wanna come here, stay here and raise their families. And we could not be more delighted and just anything we can do to advocate or support for Scott Air Force Base, we're just excited to do that. Huge, huge economic impact for our entire region. Definitely. I remember before my colleague Marty came on, I would go every other month um, to teach about business plans and, and entrepreneurship for those um, coming out of military life. So um, they would be ready for um, their own businesses. Um, so we definitely work closely with a lot of um, retired military and, and those that are getting ready to come out um, so that they're prepared for um, that next phase of, of their, um, their life. Um, that leads us into our next area of um, workforce development. So just talking more um, about um, the region's um, skill set and um, the industries that, that, that we really um, have an impact on and, and work closely with. Oh my goodness. So workforce is one of the major areas that 
attracts and maintains business. And so going out and talking to many of our business community, the number one thing they mentioned to me is we need qualified STEM, career technical education, and folks within those in-demand careers. And so we created a program called Workforce 2030 over six years ago that's spoken to over 45,000 individuals in our region. And so we're in every school, we go to every community and talk about that. We have lots of partnerships with Union Pacific Railroad and others to develop a what's called a virtual library, especially during pandemic days. And that's what our education community wanted, uh, videos, materials that they could use in their curriculum so that this program, even, even during a pandemic can continue. But um, when we come out of the post, uh, hopefully pandemic in the near future, we will continue with our company tours of colleges, universities. Last year, we did apprenticeship school tours of union trades for 400 students with 13 high schools and 11 local unions. And I just wanted to um, mention that because that was such an important aspect of being able to go out and see what all of these careers are really all about. And we're so excited about the Building 2030 program that we will continue that in the long term because it's benefited so many students and residents and getting them into the career fields that they may not hear a lot about. So very, very exciting. I always tell people, in economic development, if we can't fill the jobs that we have here today, I it's really hard to bring new companies. And so that's why this program is so important. And going out to the colleges and high schools and working with students has just been an absolute thrill for the Leadership Council, our members, and certainly our staff. So we are just thrilled and delighted with the success of this program and how it's helping us to build our region. Definitely. I mean, not everyone, I'm at a university, so I probably shouldn't say this, but not everyone is cut out for a four-year or, or more college degree program, and not everybody wants to sit at a desk or, or do something um, traditional that your parents probably, you know, were really thinking that was what you, you know, would be doing. Um, you know, we need those mechanics. We need those plumbers and, and, and electricians and others. Um, I know um, Phillips 66 and a lot of others are really um, looking for those skilled employees and, and that hands-on um, job, you know, really does pay a, a very good um, living wage. So these people, um, you know, are a big part of our economy for sure. Well, one of the things I wanted to mention is that that's the foundational core of Southwestern Illinois. And so we need everybody in the workforce. And, you know, I'm a professor too. And what I see is that this is a topic that isn't often mentioned, um, has not been mentioned in the past. And so I think giving students all opportunities to go to higher education or vocational trades and then progress up to be a manager or maybe the leader of your company, we need to provide people with all of those opportunities. So I can see it, I see it as a career pathways continuum. And so everyone benefits, whether you're vocational training, higher ed, we're, we're all, in, all in there together. So it's pretty, I'm honored to be part of it. It's, it's fantastic. Definitely. It's truly inspirational and amazing to be part of it. Um, so let's um, kind of end our conversation today about broadband, um, especially now with the pandemic and everybody having to, you know, meet virtually and um, change and pivot their business operations. 
you know, um, the internet and just technology um, has been kind of at the forefront for almost a year now. Um, so why don't we talk a little bit about those um, broadband initiatives and some partnerships that um, you guys uh, at Leadership Council, the um, relationships that are helping um, ensure that, you know, everyone has that equal access. Oh, wonderful. Well, in our education committee, we have all of the K through 12 vocational and then higher education institutions. And going into the pandemic, the number one thing of going to e-learning and remote working was just connectivity. And so in many communities where we thought we had great connectivity with all of that demand on the architecture, we quickly realized we had a whole lot more problems that we needed to really start addressing. And so we contacted the Illinois Office of Broadband to talk to them and say, what can we do? And what they strongly encouraged us to do was to participate in the 2020 Illinois Connected Communities cohort. And we were pleased to be selected as one of those 12 communities. And basically we are building awareness. We are advocating for enhanced connectivity with federal legislation, state planning and other things. We are also identifying through mapping in urban, suburban, and rural areas in southwestern Illinois where the connectivity challenges are. We are developing fundable solutions for those communities to bridge that digital gap and also working with a very large strategic alliance through our steering committee for broadband to have this initiative go long into the future. The um, Leadership Council has worked an awful lot on infrastructure initiatives. And one of the things that broadband really needs to be is accessible by all communities, no matter you know where you are, whether you're rural, urban, so that you you're bridging that digital divide of literacy, you're bridging to the workforce. Because let's just face it, if you do not have good connectivity, you cannot file an unemployment application, you cannot file an application for a job. It's very difficult to do telemedicine. It's very difficult to remote work or e-learn. So connectivity is vital for economic development, not only for our communities, but long into terms into the future. When I look at where technology is going, your home might have had a couple connected devices 10 years ago. Probably today you have 10 to 20 connected devices. In the future, your whole house is going to be wired from your garage door to your refrigerator and many other things for wireless technology if it isn't already today. And so when I look at all of our employers that are going to AI, robotics, electronic sensors, smart technology, this is incredibly important, this initiative. As part of this initiative that we learned pretty quickly on is that people just really didn't have access to computers. And so we partnered with a group called PCs for People and that was a really important partnership. They've now located a warehouse facility and showroom in Belleville, Illinois, that people can take gently used computers to, and then also they will wipe them clean at Windows 10 software and either provide those to students, underserved populations, elderly veterans at little to no cost or a minimal cost. And why that's so important is that then you have a device that to be connected. In addition, they also have um, some low cost connectivity to the internet options for people to get in the game. 
And without a PCs for people type of initiative, it's really difficult to get people connected. So there's a lot of opportunities for digital literacy, getting in the workforce. And we're partnered with the Girl Scouts of Southern Illinois and the Urban League on this initiative. And so we couldn't be more excited about that. So if you have a used computer you would like to donate, don't hesitate to let us know because we would like to get that recycled out to our community because this is a PC in, PC out type of situation. And so we would like to get those unused, gently used computers that would like to be recycled from companies or people back out to the community so people can use them and it can benefit our whole region. So, you know, this initiative has taken us in a lot of directions. I don't know that we would have ever known, but you know, you pivot and you go with it and you make it happen. And this is just one example of bringing broadband, which is gonna be, and by the way, people get confused by the term broadband. So what we're talking about is internet connectivity. And broadband is that fiber that can enable you to be very well connected. Um, it's enabled us to work with a lot of ISP providers to look at areas that aren't served and to figure out solutions to get them served. So we're really excited about this initiative. If anybody wants to serve on our broadband committee or any of our subcommittees, we always have a welcome open door to that. And then also donations for PCs for people or if you want to be a distribution back out to the community. So amazing, amazing things are going on within this space. That is wonderful. I can definitely see the value there. And um, I think even for, you know, minority entrepreneurs and others um, that are getting into business, uh, it could be a huge benefit um, starting out, just making sure that they have all the technology that they need. I know Whisper just got into Jerseyville. Um, so I know um, the ISP providers, like you mentioned, are definitely um, you know, getting out there. And, and that word pivot has been just that common phrase for the last 10 months or so. Um, so definitely um, everyone is, is learning how to adapt and, and change how we do. Well, you um, know, coming from, yeah, coming from the field of competitive intelligence, what do you do? You take your situation and then you run with the best right. opportunities to position. And so that's what we're trying to do with many of our new initiatives. And we can't thank you enough for allowing us to come and talk with you about them today. And we're really excited about them. And we hope to talk about others in the future as we continue to move forward. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Rhonda Soje, for uh, joining us today. And uh, we look forward to, you know, being part of all the wonderful things that you guys do. And we really appreciate all the support and um, assistance that has been offered throughout the years. And uh, we're looking forward to a great um, 2021 competition, our eighth year in the Metro East Startup Challenge. And um, I think, you know, definitely something that I um, want to mention to PC for People is how maybe we can even bring them into the competition. So. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for the time today. Thank you. Again, thank you, Rhonda Soje, Executive Director of Leadership Council of Southwestern Illinois, for sponsoring today's podcast and supporting the SBDC and its efforts. Again, thanks for listening and be sure to join us next time as the Illinois SBDC for the Metro East at SIUE and its partners continue to build your business toolbox. Be sure to leave us a review and to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Remember at the SBDC, your business success is our business.